What's going on, everybody? Sam from SamuelWarrenConsulting.com here with another Small Business Tech Insight. You know, maybe we'll have to change this from uh, Small Business Tech Insight to just Small Business Insights, right? Because uh, I've been doing a lot of uh, just talking about business in general. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to do that again today. Um, Just talking about the business portion in general uh, and not some specific technology. Although I do uh, believe that looking at technology is great. Technology is only a tool that you should use to solve a problem. It's not the be all end all. And you should never, ever, ever go out looking for a piece of technology to solve a singular problem or because of a singular feature. It should match the majority of the problems that you have and be the best cost benefit ratio possible. But we'll get to that more in a minute. So when I'm talking about business in general, one of the things that you have to be able to do in any sort of technology field is troubleshoot when things go bad. Now I'll give you a scenario for today's uh, example, and then we'll talk through that and some other thoughts. Um, we'll have some uh, sponsorship commercials here in, in between as well. But uh, so troubleshooting is a ground um, ground game or a staple, as they would say in the IT community. Things happen all the time, whether it's, uh, and I have had this happen before, uh, your your system is shut off because people keep turning off the power to this, the rack that has the uh, network switch in it. And because of that, um, they, just, they just turn it off. It's plugged into the power supply for that rack and uh, you turn off the power to the rack and guess what, there goes the power to the switch. Um, or people, you know, turn off the power to an entire building where power goes out or, you know, maybe wind knocks down the internet line or something, right? Stuff happens all the time that causes things to not work the way it should. Now, there's a lot of systems out there right now currently that are HA or high availability, right? Um, you have everything from something like Gmail or paid uh, Google services using their workspace, Um, to Office 365, to all these different systems that are high availability because uh, Google and Microsoft and Apple have spent a ton of money on their infrastructure to make sure that their systems are high availability. Like for example, if you have an iPhone, like I do, how many of you have ever heard of iCloud services going down? I'll wait because I'll be waiting a long time. In fact, I I cannot say in the uh, 10 years that I have been using uh, Google services, or not Google services, uh, Apple services, that I have ever had uh, Apple services go down. Um, iCloud has been around for a little while, probably at least eight of those 10 years. Uh, And in that time, I I can't say that I have ever had iCloud go down. it's highly available, but there are going to be those cases where stuff crashes. You know, your network goes down. It goes dark for a little while. There's, you know, there's an issue uh, somewhere else that you can't quite figure out. So here's the example for today. And I want to talk through uh, how you troubleshoot this type of scenario. You have a network access point, a Wi-Fi access point plugged into the ceiling um, through a, uh, a punch down jack, keystone jack 
for a network that's running back through a building all over the place to a network closet. It has been spotty. Sometimes it has power, sometimes it doesn't. It's supposed to be power over ethernet. You're not really sure what's going on with it. Um, every time you look at the device in the uh, controlling software, it seems to be up and running just fine. But then uh, your network coverage itself is actually very spotty. And so you have to try and figure out what's going on with that, why it's there, uh, why it's acting up. Now, typically what I have found that works the most successfully is to add in a, um, a process of uh, trying to troubleshoot starting locally and then expanding outward. Now, if you're a Christian, this topic should be familiar to you. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts. Okay, so what I mean by that is you start out with your local device, then you check the connection to that local device, then you check the keystone jack, then you check the cable running from the keystone jack to the uh, network switch, then you check the network switch, then you check the internet. Now, there are some things that you actually can do first, like check the internet connection to the building. If no other uh, devices are having issues, um, then you're, you're probably safe to roll that one out and start a lot closer in. But what you need to do is you need to start with that local access point. Does it have power? Uh, is it in some sort of an error state? Can you physically pull the thing off the wall, unplug it, and plug it back in and see if that resolves the problem? If that doesn't resolve the problem, is there a way to, I don't know, SSH into the device and look at the logs on the device itself? Usually devices like this will have some sort of a lightweight logging system and will tell you when they're in an error state. Can you log into that and see if there's a problem? Are the lights on at all? If the lights are not on at all, it's not getting power. Can you plug it into power, a location that you know of that uh, receives power and uh, test that and see if it, the device is just fried and you need to replace it. Working back from there, right? Samaria is the next location outside of Jerusalem. Um, do you need to replace the cable between the keystone jack that's in the ceiling and the device? They, they usually run a little, uh, a little patch cable that goes from the jack to the device a uh, short run cable usually um, that's, you know, maybe uh, six inches in this case, maybe a foot and a half, depending on where they actually mounted the device. Uh, usually I try to mount devices right next to where the cable comes out. Um, if the cable is good, then check the jack. Was it punched down by somebody that's not a trained professional? If it was punched down, if any of this was done by somebody that's not a trained professional, Play it safe and replace it. Ethernet cable is cheap. Patch cables are cheap. But you want to test and see if that fixes the problem. If it fixes the problem and it's the cable, then plug in a working cable for a little while until you can get a replacement short run cable that then cleans up the job site and makes it look better. But you got to do what you can to get it working again and, and available for your customers. If it's a keystone jack, do you have enough slack in the cable to be able to pull the cable down a little bit further, snip that end off, 
and re-punch it down into the jack again. Maybe the connection wasn't punched properly. Maybe uh, if it's not a keystone jack, maybe one of the twisted pairs got crimped too hard and is broken uh, or shorting out. I've had that happen before too. Um, if, if it's not professionally done, now professional ones, I'm not saying that they are um, any better, but they tend to be right more often and have uh, fewer issues than uh, amateur cable, uh, cable termination does. So if you see that is the case, um, maybe it's the cable and you can replace the cable. Uh, grab, a, grab one and try a different cable, see if that works. If that doesn't work, try the jack. If the jack doesn't fix it, replacing the jack, maybe you need to replace the whole ethernet line. And the way that you can tell that is you go back to the network switch, unplug that ethernet cable itself, uh, and plug in a different Ethernet cable and plug in your device to that other Ethernet cable and see if it restarts the device. Uh, where are you going, guy? Wow, I'm driving and this guy just illegally passed on the shoulder. So I'm not sure what's going on with him. But uh, anyway, the, the, the whole goal here is you want to troubleshoot as many of the issues as you can. Um starting at the beginning and working your way back. Uh, once you are able to successfully do that, you will then be able to, A, understand better how the system works, but B, uh, you'll be less likely to discover a bigger issue that is not an issue. So. You could be thinking, oh man, this is this is definitely the network switch. You need to spend, you know, 800 bucks on a new network switch. But it could it could be not the network switch at all. It could be something else. In fact, it could be if, if everything else in the network's working, it could be that specific port on the network switch is gone bad. In which case, you just have to swap swap ports. No big deal. But nevertheless, you always want to start at the beginning and work your way uh, outward. Small, start small and work to big. And that works with any problem, whether it's, you know, troubleshooting a network access point or whether it's um, you can't figure out why the code that you're writing is broken. Well, you start small, start at the very innermost location and work your way outward. All right, we're going to take a pause for uh, a break. Uh, Maybe you are like me and uh, you are on the road today. Uh, I want to say thank you for listening. Um, uh, we'll be back after a word from uh, a, uh, a, a promotional sponsor here. Welcome back. I hope you uh, got some useful insight from the uh, ad break here. I just want to say thank you so much for listening once again. Um, you know, running a business sometimes can be very challenging. Um, one of the harder points of running a business is uh, being responsible for everything that happens within your business, whether you are an employee of, of the business and uh, making decisions on behalf of the business or whether you are the owner um, and maybe you only have yourself. You still have to make decisions that affect your livelihood and how you do work. Uh, maybe you are laid back like I am um, and don't really care all too much Uh, whether you have new clients or uh, your business flow is working out the same or not, uh, you have to be responsible for what 
uh, you say and do. Now, in the world today, you look around and you see a lot of people failing to take responsibility for their actions and their behaviors. Uh, you've got politicians saying one thing and doing another, which is pretty typical of politicians. However, um, they should still do what they say they're going to do. Um, one thing that I actually liked about President Trump uh, while he was in office is he said he a lot of things. I'm going to do this, 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 I'm going to do this. Campaign promises, right? Things like, if you elect me, I'm going to do these things. And if you look at the actual list of accomplishments of what he actually did during his presidency, I don't think there's ever been a president that has so dramatically risen to the occasion of the campaign promise and actually fulfilled it as President Trump did. Now, it's unfortunate that he tweeted the way that he did and was such a foul-mouthed man. However, I did not vote for him in 2016 or 2020 because I expected him to be a clean mouth choir boy. I voted for him because I know that he has run businesses before and our government is first and foremost a business. Running the government is not a humanitarian plea. It's not a uh, it's not a save the world from global greenhouse gases nonsense. It is first and foremost a business. Collect taxes, train and uh, defend with the military and uh, among other things um, spend tax money to for common defense, for infrastructure, for things like that. Our government over the years has gotten way too bloated, but I digress. The point is, he ran a business, right? None of these other politicians run a business and henceforth don't know what it's like to have to be accountable for what they say. So they just blather on about things to get themselves elected and then they do nothing with it. But we, business owners, we have a different conundrum because if we tell somebody... Hey, it's going to take me two hours of work to get this done. And it takes you 16 hours of work to get it done. You're responsible for that. Are you going to charge more? Because you told them and quoted them two hours of work and it ended up being bigger. Well, maybe that that's really up to you and your business model. If you do a flat rate charge for what you do, maybe the answer is you only charge them for the two hours. If you do more than a flat rate charge, if you do hourly, maybe the, the thing is you say to them, hey, I can do two hours now, but it really is going to require a lot more work. Should I do more or should I let this be? Communication. You need to clarify. You need to communicate. You need to understand really what's going on in that business and with that particular job to be able to answer their questions. So along with troubleshooting issues, uh, sometimes you have to troubleshoot your business too. And understand why your business is failing the way it is uh, or why your business is struggling the way it is uh, if it's struggling because you are overcharging customers and you're losing customers then you need to adjust that uh, if it's struggling because you're undercharging customers and they just don't trust somebody that's not charging them an arm and a leg maybe you need to adjust let them know hey I'd really like to be charging you a cheaper price how about we get you set up as a customer first we'll bill you for the first one the big time money and then uh, because you're a loyal customer, I'll drop the price. Whatever it is, you have to be willing to 
troubleshoot your business sometimes too. With that, I want to say thank you so much for listening. If you have any podcast topics, feel free to reach out to me, Sam at SamuelWarrenConsulting.com. Uh, you can also check out my new personal website, SamuelLHWarren.com. Uh, and um, either case, I have blogs, I have podcasts, I have links to my social media, uh, link to my website. Feel free to check those things out. Uh, if you have any tech support needs, um, you can schedule an appointment, Sam. SamuelWarrenConsulting.com at SamuelWarrenConsulting.com and I'd be happy to help you out whether it's spotty Wi-Fi coverage, recycling an old computer, or maybe setting up a home network attached storage. Listen to my last podcast for details on on, uh, what those are and why that's important uh, or why it could be important to you. So thanks so much for listening. I hope you have a great day. Bye.